Greetings and welcome to an in-depth <laughs> game <laughs> overview. Of- <laughs> Jake, you know how do I do. <laughs> Yo, Anyways, I'm I'll ready. start back from the top. I'm leaving this in. Greetings. And welcome to an in-depth game club review of Spider-Man Miles Morales, presented by ECG, a show where we review and talk about a game like it's a book club, but minus those nerdy words. Uh, I'm your host for today, the amazing Adam, and I'm joined by two awesome guests. First up, we have the spectacular Jake. How's it going, everybody? Spectacular Jake here. Some would argue better than the original, a.k.a. Adam. I wouldn't say that at all. Uh, Jake, tell (laughs) us about yourself. Give us your plugs and all that good stuff. Uh, So I am uh, currently on a D&D podcast along with my fellow, my host here and my friend Adam uh, called the Isle of Misfit Rolls. Find us on Twitter and all of the socials at Misfit Rolls. And we're on all sorts of podcasts networks. Um, We do D&D stuff. We do edited episodes. So we cut them down to an hour or so ish. It was a lot of the uh, the nonsense and, and rolling and stuff that leads nowhere is cut out. It's just the good parts. And uh, and it's a fun time. Doing it for a while now. We just put out our 42nd episode on Sunday and, and more are going to keep on coming. Yeah, you guys have a pretty good editor over there. Uh, thank you, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> also joining me... Oh, the lore master's good, too. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's he clutch. Keep, he keeps good notes for the editor. It's fantastic. Also joining me on this wonderful journey is the webhead himself, Joe. Tell us about yourself. What's good, y'all? Uh, I'm Joe, uh, aka Afro Cyborg. I uh, I host a video game podcast called Grab the Sticks at Grab the Sticks on Twitter, where we just talk about video games and everything that we love about them. Uh, this past episode that we put out was basically our little mini game uh, game awards. So we just came up with like five different categories of topics we wanted to of games that we wanted to highlight. Or just random gags, guess basically. Uh, but then we narrowed down our personal game of the years and put out, uh, narrowed it down to one specific game. And it was like it was kind of interesting the fact that between me and my co-host, it was just one game stood out to both of us. So very nice. Mm-hmm. What was give give? What was that, Jake? Go ahead. I was gonna say quick self self promo question while we're on the topic. The name makes me think of a certain thing. Do you guys both play fighting games? He does. I'm not. He's more of a fighting game fan. I casual, but every <laughs> once in a while, I'll hop into a, a Mortal Kombat or Smash, and you know. Okay. The name gives off where in, in the circles that I'm in, that name is a threat. That name yeah. is someone walks up with something to say, and you go grab sticks. Yeah, that's all that's- you got to say. It's the, it's that. It's also the fact that my brothers and I always are play 2K or Madden against each other. Mm. So it's like, mm. hop on the sticks. Let's get a couple of rounds in. Yeah. So no need to talk. Grab the sticks. Exactly. Find out. Find out right now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah no, I got it from. Uh, there's an NFL podcast called Move the Sticks. So, but I also knew it was about video games. So yeah, that's where I'm coming in with my uh my hot takes. See, thank mm. God we have this backup because Craig is gone. 
But that's why the backup's here. Craig is I got George. nervous for a second. Yeah. No, it's all good. All right. So, uh, first things first, I'm going to give some quick facts about the game that we played, which is, again, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Uh, developed by Insomniac Games and published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. It was released on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 on November 12th, 2020. Um, I guess real quick, I'll ask you before I get on to the other. Well, I'll just go ahead and get uh, Sales numbers is that as of December 18th, it sold about uh, 663,000 um, copies. Uh, it did lower than the original Spider-Man in 2018, which sold about 2.2 million. But it did outsell Uncharted Lost Legacy in its launch window. So underperformed to the big game, but did comparable to the other like offshoot, you know, expansion type game. Um, so quick question. I guess I'll start at the top of my screen. Joe, what? how did you play? Like, where did you play? How did you play? Give me that. Uh, I mostly, well, I when I originally bought it, uh, I got it on and played on my PS4 Pro until so I ended up snagging a PS5. So I transferred my PS4 save to my PS5 and played it there. And then I tried to play play through it again on P, uh, the PS5 version as well. So, All right. This is will be very interesting why I bring this up. Jake, where did you play the game at? I've played it entirely on my base model PS4. Nice. And I played it only on the PS5 version. So we've all played it on every possible combination of consoles that this game is available on. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it was real nice. I played in performance, mo- or no, uh, fidelity mode, because I wanted to be pretty and I wanted ray tracing. And if I never saw 60 frames, I won't miss 60 frames a second. So it's fine with me. So I played pretty mode, 30 frames. Game was cool. Game was great. Um, I guess I'll go with Jake first. How was your experience on a base PS4? Um, it was great. Uh, I, I'm, for comparison's sake, and this is a bad comparison because it's like, oh, is that the bottom of the barrel? But I was just playing Cyberpunk before I was playing Miles Morales. And the comparisons between that base model and like crashing a hard crash game off every single day. Like I stopped playing it because I'm waiting for fixes. I enjoyed it. So let's not get into Cyberpunk. But um, but I had no technical issues at all with Miles Morales. Um, no crashes, no real bugs at all. That I'm any that I can think of, and I'm so used to having a PS4, you know, base model, and I don't have like an incredible gaming computer that can do all the stuff. So I don't know. I've literally never seen 60 frames per second, guys. So I don't, <laughs> I don't <Never> know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm missing out on. So for me, it was a, a perfectly fine experience. It, the, my one comparison, I guess, I have is that I compare it to the other Spider-Man game, and it felt like it probably looked the same or better. But I mean, I played that years a year or two ago at this point. So, I mean, it's not much to compare to. But it uh, it definitely felt good. It was it didn't feel like a, a you know, oh we're focused on this PS5 one, but this other one's there too, just to give us some extra money for people who haven't upgraded yet. It felt like a good game. Okay, and then Joe, someone who's played on a Pro and then a Five, how do you how do you feel about that? Um. Yeah, playing the PS4 version was, you know, smooth and very, every couple of, probably like every once in a while, I'd get a little load screen, but it was like two seconds and then boom, you're right back into the game. Um, Comparing it to the PS5 version, uh, and on the other hand, I played, uh, I played, I played the, what was it? I played Spider-Man, the remastered version in 
for like an hour I played it on fidelity and then I switched over to performance and oh my god 60 frames is crisp like it took me a while before I was like okay this looks weird and then as I kept going I'm like okay this is a lot smoother and everything like that so um and then probably like a couple of weeks after after the launch of uh Miles Morales, they uh, Insomniac had put out a patch where they did 60 frames and fidelity together. So I ended up playing uh, through Miles on that uh, uh, setting, and it's oh my god, it's 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 a beautiful game. Like all the colors pop, and uh, load times are not existent whatsoever. It's like it's a, it's a fantastic game. That's no an excellent point, by the way, about the loading screens. Is even though same hardware as original Spider-Man, I felt like the loading screens were reduced incredibly in this game for a map that was exactly the same size, and for uh, I mean, I get, there's less to do, I guess, but there's still the same like crimes popping in that you can go do, and it didn't feel like less of a game. But those load screens felt a fraction, a serious fraction compared to what the original Spider-Man game was. So that, that did shock me a little bit. I kind of, I didn't even think about the loading screens until right now. And I'm spending a lot of time on those subways in, in the first Spider-Man. And I didn't even think about them existing in this one. Really. It was, it was almost not noticeable, at least for me. Yeah. That's like, good like I, I kind of made it a point to not, use the fast travel that much unless it was like tied to a trophy so uh but yeah just the fact that uh i think they put in a little thing where you could flip a switch and like if you want to watch the videos for the fast travel you can otherwise it's just instantaneous and you can get to wherever you need to go and uh i just made a point just swing around the city just explore yeah, I, d- I did most of that the same way, um, where the swing is so much fun in this game, and I'm sure we'll talk about that later, but uh, that I didn't feel the need to use it too much, unless it was like, go all the way south, and I go all the way north. And it was like, well, I just, you, could I, all right, I'll, okay, I'll subway. But um, but yeah, no, I, I've, yeah, it, the swing is, was great. I was going to make a point there, lost it. Lost it because I was thinking about how fun the swing is. Yeah, it's good <laughs> No, I mean, it's great to hear that it seems to work good on both. I've only had the one experience on the on the five, so it's great to hear it's also good on four. Go ahead, Jake. That's what I was going to say, is I like that they left in the artistic side of it, and they were like, we don't need load screens anymore, but it is kind of fun to see them in the subway for like two seconds, so you can leave that in if you want, <laughs> but you can also take it out. I've never, never heard, heard of that. a game. I've never heard of a game being like, you still want the load screens? Because like... You know, we we made them. You guys still want? <laughs> People were like, no, of course not. Yeah, no, mine. I click on a thing, it went to black for half a second, then came back up, and I'm like, good, let's go. I don't have time for this. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was cool just being able to see like uh, m- different interactions between Miles and the uh, New Yorkers in the subway. Just like, okay, I mean, one where he's just fully invisible, and somebody walks into him, and it's like, wait, what happened? What? Why is there, you know, like that was the one I it, kept seeing. I, I don't yeah. know. If there probably were more, but the times I did do it, I feel like I always got the he's invisible and the dude bumps into him and is really confused. Yeah. I think I got a couple of them where he was uh, just hanging around, hanging out and then just randomly does a backflip. Like, 
Because why not? <laughs> Classic files. Yeah. That's a that's a Easter egg at that point, I think. That's a shout out to the movie, maybe. Spider-Man yeah. randomly doing backflips. Of course. Hey, Spider-Man, <laughs> do a backflip. Do a barrel roll. All right. So before we get uh, into major spoilers, because we are doing a, a, we're going to go deep and everything's on the table. But just top level, how do you feel about this game? You know, no spoilers, just at the very top. What would like your elevator pitch be to somebody? Do you like Enter the Spider-Verse? Do you like Spider-Man, period? Play this game. That's basically it. That's good. Yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely fair. I mean, uh, my my general overview so far that I can give is that, and again, it's all based on the comparison to Spider-Man for me. I, maybe I should view it independently, but when it's it's literally built off the same engine as this other game, and it's a it's a, the kind of the next step, but not the full sequel. Like mm-hmm. so many easy comparison points for a game that most people have played, so they can you know understand where we're coming from. But I liked the gameplay a lot more, um, but I liked parts of the story less. Um, and we can, we'll we'll get into. I, I like Miles' the character so much. Like Into the Spider Verse is my favorite Spider-Man movie, like by a lot. Yeah. So I love him as a character, and I love the characters that surround him, like Rio and Aaron and everybody. Like I I love that whole their little mini you know Morales universe. Love it. Um, but yeah, I just the story didn't get there for me as much because of how compact it was. If you really think about it, there's like six story missions in the whole game. Like it is not there's not a lot of of things to go of things to go off of. So there there wasn't as much room for the kind of character development I was hoping for, where they introduce a lot of people and are doing a lot of things, but there's not as much um you don't get as much time with each character to really get their motivations, I think. And that was where it was short a little bit. But outside of that, like the actual fighting and swinging and playing the game and doing all the things that make Spider-Man games good was better. Like the new abilities they added because, you know, Miles has cooler new abilities than regular Peter Spider-Man are, I thought were a cool addition to the gameplay and made you like able to do some cooler combos and to have some more variety in the things you did. And then Miles is just way more stylish and cool than Peter is as well. So watching him swing around the city, it was like, this is like, this is way cooler. Like he's just, it's more fun for me, even just watching him do it. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is more fun. Um, but it was just because of that, the, the short nature, I think, was the part that, and I'm not going to say it suffered because it, it's, a, it's a great game and I enjoyed it a lot. But that's the little parts of me are like, man, that's the one thing that I wish they could have done better is, is because of just that, you know, they had to squeeze it into a tiny window. Yeah, I'll say um, for sure that this game has a ton of style. Like if you like Spider-Verse and like showing like a black and Puerto Rican kid growing up in New York, like that style. This game has it too. It's not exactly the same. They have their own twist on it, but it feels very Miles, which is like you said, it's Peter's cool, um, but Miles is, is cool. He's a cool kid. What do you want to do? And yeah. I think that the the shortness of it is better because I played remastered and this back to back. And I kind of like that there's less fat on it, that it's just straight up like you can again, you can 100% this game in like 11 or 12 hours. And for me, that's awesome. It's like, let's get to the good points. Let's get to the fun stuff, and we're in and we're out. And I, I prefer this game over to the original one. But it's very much like I like Miles in his style, 
and being able to beat a game in 11 hours instead of 50 isn't always a bad thing. So I think it's great. If you like the first one, you'll love this one, and I think it's better. Yeah. But now sure. we're going to go into full spoilers, and I'm just going to go through a quick synopsis of the story. If you guys want to stop me at any point and talk about cool stuff in the story, that's fine. And I'm going to do it in Adam way. So I honestly, I just copied and pasted uh, plot synopsis, but I'm just skipping around because I don't, you know, I do my own thing. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we start the game with, first of all, the opening menu of the game, when it's that piano music is real soft and then it comes in with the, with the drums and the music, it's like, all right, yeah, here we go. Like it get it goes hard immediately. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Miles gets off that, uh, that subway. He's in Harlem. He just recently moved there, but he's, you know, he's training under Peter because, you know, he's the new Spider-Man. Um, you know, Rhino escapes and goes and destroys a Roxxon building and he gets captured by Troy Baker, which wild for Troy Baker to be, I mean, he's the bad guy in the game. Of course, he's took, the me a minute, took me a minute to catch that. I, the minute I heard him like, oh, Troy Baker? <coughs> yeah, here. Like, yeah, it took me like, really? All right, I mean, why not? It was a couple scenes and there was, because I just, I not long ago was playing Marvel Avengers. So I was like, wait a minute. This is Bruce Banner. <laughs> I was like, hold on. And then it clicked. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay. He said one word very specifically that I was like, oh, this Troy Baker. Okay. There he is. Yeah. So Troy Baker comes in with it, with his, uh, with his big boy money. Um, and you know, takes Rhino away. The cops are going to come get him. And, uh, yeah. So we're introduced to, to those characters, which I do like them bringing back Rhino to be the foil to miles specifically, because mm -hmm. in the first game that when you're sneaking around as miles, that's the dude who can kill you and murder you. And it's, it's a great time. And in the yeah. scene, miles figures out that he's got venom powers, which is an awesome gameplay thing. Uh, mm -hmm. and then from there, I'll let you guys jump in if you want to. We get an awesome scene where he's Peter's like, I gotta go on vacation for three weeks. <laughs> you gotta be Spider-Man in New York. Um, I left you a gift, go get your first spider suit, and then you just swing in on this. I think it's uh, I believe it's Jaden Smith and Kid Cuddy. Yeah, and that's the, the way that the game starts, and it's like awesome. Jaden Smith, yeah. little crazy kid cuddy hit with that mmm, and you knew what was up. And then yeah. we're off to the races, and you open go into the open world. Yeah, when that when that music hit, I was like, okay. I see exactly where you guys are going with this. I'm like, I am ready for whatever you guys are going to do. Just inject it into my veins. Yeah, they, they knew the style they were going for, and they, they found it, and they hit it like right off the bat, and they set the tone for the rest of the game to be like, yeah, you know where you are. Like, We're literally starting the game with a Kid Cudi song. Like, you, <clears throat> don't, don't be surprised <laughs> at what's coming after this. Like, you, you know what kind of story is about to be, and like the vibe of this whole game. And it was, yeah, I, the, I thought the prologue was good. And I feel like Rhino, it's been a while since I played Spider-Man 1, but I feel like he had the least to do with that first story. So it felt good to bring him back, where some of those other people were around for a lot. So it was nice to see him, of the Sinister Six who's in there, as the one to come back and be kind of the one link apart from, you know, the Spider-Man. Also, did we know where Spider-Man went on vacation to? Uh, some European country, uh, Simcaria. 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 Yeah, it was a work vacation with uh, Sa MJ. Silver Sable and MJ, because uh, MJ requested Pete to be her photographer. Okay, so two things I'm glad we you guys remember the name. Simcaria is not a real country. Didn't nope. think so. Nope, not didn't think so when I heard it, and I was like, "Yeah, some there." I watched the news, but it was on Simcarian, so I don't something about an explosion at Roxxon or whatever. And he says some sort of like bad translation joke. 
And I was like, bro, I don't know a lot, but I'm pretty sure Simkarian is not a real language, man. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> took me a minute. Wakanda, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's a fake Marvel country. I didn't, yeah, I guess I paid too much attention to Wakanda. And what's the one Dr. Doom's from? That one's a fake country, too. Sokovia? No, not Sokovia. Nope. Sokovia is another fake country yeah, from the movies. A lot of fake countries. A lot movies. of fake countries. I should have known better. Is the is the implication that like because I know they were changing like the face model for Spider Man and doing all this stuff and they it's kind of assumed they were trying to link it more to the movies. Is this like the what was going on in New York while uh Far From Home was happening? I think it's just an excuse to get Peter out of the game, honestly. Yeah. So you I know, I'm just trying there. to tie it in. Just trying to tie it in. I'm because sure. it would have been real lame if if here the whole time. And it's like terrible stuff's happening, and you're just like, "What the hell?" <laughs> like, what the hell is that? Like, it would it would feel real bad <laughs> if it was, you know, he's he's worried about Manhattan, and they're like, "Ah, Harlem's fine." So yeah, Miles like, got Harlem. I ain't worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so after that, we uh, we meet Genki first of all, which I absolutely love. Genki, uh-huh. Genki's the homie. Genki um, is awesome. There's some stuff. There's some character stuff where you meet Miles' mom. She's running for um, city council. Um, you meet Finn for the first time, which is Miles' middle school friend. You know, keep that in mind. She'll come back very soon. Um, and yeah, we we it's Christmas time as well, so that's always a great setting where it's like it's the same map. It's Christmas, snow everywhere. Have a good time. Um, you know, after you get an open world, you meet some of the characters. Uh, we find out that. Um, Roxon is under attack by a group called the Underground, and uh, we eventually come to find out, you know, that I just I don't know. This will get to it. Rox, there's Roxon as the bad guys by Simon Krieger, which is um, Troy dun, Baker, dun, and Finn and, and Miles are like reconnecting and getting back together. Um, Roxon's getting attacked because there's an experimental new power plant thing that we know we figure out is bad. Um, so. We find out that there's a group led by the Tinkerer, which I love how they do this, how they pretty much say, hey, here's Finn, here's the Tinkerer, and then an hour later, it's like, yeah, no, Miles knows exactly who it is. Like, we don't waste time with, like, who is the bad guy? He's like, oh, he knows almost immediately. And so he's already stuck in the spot where it's like, do I tell who this is or whatever? But then you also see, like, Finn's side as well as Krieger, where he's like, Krieger's not, to Miles' knowledge, isn't doing anything illegal. And Finn is technically a terrorist, but Finn is trying to avenge her brother's death. And we know as the players that Simon Krieger is the bad guy. So it's like, Miles, what do you do here? Because you have your friend who's doing bad things who you want to protect. And then, but they're also a terrorist attacking this people that, you know, you don't think there's anything bad. And then the Prowler comes in there and there's all that stuff. too. (laughs) Yeah, we we knew Krieger was a bad guy and eight and a half seconds like yeah. he comes up and he's like hey by the way i'm a handsome blonde guy no questions asked oh yeah i've got personal military that are super decked out and heavy armor and i'm like Even if they walk guns. out of that truck i'm like there's a bad guy yeah, yeah. it's like yeah don't, don't don't worry about it they're my own personal security it's fine they won't come up again ever at all they look a lot like those guys in the white suits from the last game but don't worry about that uh <laughs> it's fine here we're just gonna take custody of this uh giant escaped criminal and uh don't worry about it spider <laughs> see you and it's like yeah those guys are trustworthy all right swing away <laughs> it's like <laughs> no no you guys are bad okay yeah and all know this now yeah and we'll just get to like all this leads eventually to um the whole thing on the bridge where they're stealing one of the power cores or the tinkerer in the underground or so the power cores um 
and then Miles gets his other power of invincibility. So I guess at this point, you know, because there's a lot of stuff that happens. I'll just go real quick. And then, you know, the Prowler, we find out it's it's Aaron Davis's uncle. <laughs> yeah, I know. No one ever knew that. He was working for Roxxon because they wanted to capture uh, the Tinkerer and Miles to use his bioelectric powers or whatever. Um, and then you escape. And from there, you eventually have to fight Finn. Um, your your uncle beats your ass first and tries to imprison you. So you don't hurt. He don't want you to kill yourself. That's his whole thing. Um, you eventually beat your uncle. You break out. You go and you face the Tinkerer. And I think it's a pretty good battle. Um, and then she sacrifices herself when one of the power cores is about to explode in Harlem. Um, she sacrifices herself to save the city and save you. And she's dead. And then some people find out that Miles is Spider-Man. And then, you know, like any good Spider-Man story, the New Yorkers stand up for him and block him away from the news. And, you know, everything's good. And then really quick in the, in the post credit scene, we have Norman Osborn with Dr. Kurt Connors uh, helping out his son, Harry, who ha- is going to be Venom. But anyways, quick overview of the story. How do you guys feel, I guess, about any points of that? I love the Finn and Miles going back and forth. It is, I do definitely see what you're saying from the first game where there's only one real bad guy in this game. But him having a personal connection and like lying to his friend and then figuring things out, I think is much more interesting than, I like the Sinister Sticks. But in the first game, it's only Doc Ock that Peter has any actual connection to, and the rest of them are just bad guys. So I like this where it's it's more focused, and it's like, hey, it's your uncle, it's Finn, and it's Simon Krieger, and that's it. Yeah, I think um, I do enjoy the fact that there was that personal connection between Miles and Finn. The uh, One of the things that I do kind of feel like could have been all of this probably could have been solved by just Finn and Miles actually actually sitting down and having a conversation like hey we've both been we've both been hiding stuff let I'm Spider-Man you're the tinkerer you're doing a bunch of terrible things there's a different way to do this to take down Krieger let's not you know end up committing mass terrorism in Harlem so but I still think that it, it uh, the way that it unfolded felt satisfying. It did make me like, it did make me want to like keep continue playing as Miles and not even worry about playing as Peter again. Like, um, and just still still being in that insomniac world in uh, that they built makes me curious as to like what they do for uh, further on, like in a potential sequel or any other spinoffs that they decide to do so yeah joe, joe kind of hit the, the one narrative point that i was teasing earlier where i love all the the even the, the the shortened version of the story they tell with aaron davis and prowler i think is really well told and it's perfect and you understand every character's motivations doing it because you know he went through this tragedy where he reveals like you know he he told his brother miles's dad that he was the prowler and that he wanted to kind of make things right, and and his dad shunned him and said, "Stay away from my family." He said, "Well, I try to do the right thing, and you know, do this and protect my family, and now I'm cut off from them." So he's trying to do that from a distance, and he's doing it maybe not the best way, but he's he's doing it. He's still doing what he wanted to do, and that's connect with his family and and keep them safe, and and he's doing it with Miles physically, where he's like can't go stop an explosion <laughs> you were just a dude i don't care that you can swing like you can't like stay here like this is the most important thing to me 
is keeping you safe so I have a chance to redeem myself down the road and you guys will finally let me back in. That character's motivations, I totally understand. And I love that story. And the fight with him sucked yeah. because it was like, I, I don't even want to beat him because I get what he's going through right now. But like the fight was fun. It's not, I'm not saying the fight was bad, but like, yeah. it was just like that. I totally get this. <clears throat> the tinker on the other hand, like for the last half of the game, Peter knows that she's going to, or not Peter, Miles, Spider-Man. Miles knows that she's going to destroy an entire like swath of New York City, and he's just trying to say it to her, and she just keeps he's going, I need to tell you something. She goes, no! No, I'll never let you speak to me! And she swings, ah, no! And she jumps away in her jetpack shoes. And it's like, dude, if, like that, they set up her to be so smart too. Like, she's not a foolish character. She's a very smart character. And like, she, they won science fairs and they like the whole scene where they're like trying to break into that room at the science fair. So they can see their own, their own display that they've got upstairs. And it's like, they set this up, this character up to be very, very intelligent. And she is just willing to totally overlook like the serious dangers and ramifications of things she's about to do, like out of revenge, which is a powerful motivator, I guess. But there's so many parts where I'm just going like, God, could you see reason for like half of a second? And I get the villains who don't, part of them being villains, they don't see reason. But I don't, I don't want to believe that Finn is like a true villain. Or like, you know, Simon Krieger's like a bad guy. And he's like, I don't care that it's making people sick. I am here for money and you will die in the process and I will get rich. And who gives a shit about you? Like... That guy's motivations suck, but I get them and they're consistent. But Finn, I'm like, I want to like you so much, but you're being so goddamn obstinate, and it's so frustrating. And they they, had to... <coughs> they put it back on Miles because he doesn't tell her the truth. So at that point, when she goes like crazy bad guy, she's like, <laughs> I don't believe you because you lied to me. And it's like, I guess that motivation makes sense, but I'm like, like yeah, yeah, I still want her to be good. You yeah. lied to me about being the tinkerer. Like you've been doing this stuff for six months. And you've been like planning to like destroy a building in New York City. <laughs> no one lives and, in it. <laughs> yeah, and didn't even tell. I, I, maybe I missed this at some point. Well, I guess they all knew that Rick died. They just didn't know how. Yeah, they just knew that he was. He was okay. Gone. Yeah. So yeah, R Rick is is Finn's sister. I don't know if we said his name yet. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I was I was like, yo, you didn't tell him how you're like his also good friend passed away. Like, so you're keeping secrets too. So you can't play like a moral high ground. Yeah. Like, so that was the only part. And maybe that's, that was my only point about the length. Cause I, I agree that the game being short, like I beat it in four nights where I'd, you know, get off work at nine o'clock and play into like one thirty or two. Like, so like I did not play a ton of that game and I'm pretty close to platinum again. <clears throat> and I did all the side quests and everything and, you know, beat the game and it's all like the little, Oh, go back and kill this many enemies with a venom jump or something or whatever that mm -hmm. I didn't feel like going back to do yet. But um, so that the shortness there helped with a lot of things. That was the one thing that I was like, if they had more time, maybe they could have rationalized this a little bit more for Finn. And I would have like, that's the one thing that it was missing. But when that's missing with your main, like your main antagonist, that's a pretty big thing to be missing for me. But like everything else around it was, yeah, around the whole narrative, I loved. 
Yeah, Joe, how do you feel about Finn, I guess, and all the bad guys? I'll just say real quick, I do love how Simon Krieger is just a bad guy, as in, like, <laughs> when you finish the bases, um, he just has the monologue where it's like, they're sick, I don't give a damn, make it work, make new form work. People are dying, sir, I don't give a shit, here's more money. It's like, <laughs> all right, that guy's great. But yeah, Sometimes people are two-dimensional. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, uh, I, like you guys said, um, I'm... I get I I like I like all the characters honestly. Um yeah, with Simon Krieger being just a straight up douchebag who's just in it for is willing to eradicate an entire uh city to grow his company. Yeah, of course. Screw that guy. Um with Finn being not reasonable for part of the game kind of was kind it kind of rubbed me the wrong way but in the in the end it was like okay i i totally understand where you're coming from your brother died in trying to well got sick from a design that he created and he's trying to right a wrong by destroying it and then he dies so you her taking it upon herself to to uh, get back at a at a krieger i get it but it's like you could have gone at it a different way, but yeah, she's like, I didn't want them. I didn't want them to destroy the city. So I will destroy the city. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, uh, I mean, come on. But, um, I, I loved Genki cause, uh, and that little side, uh, side plot kind of with, uh, between miles and Genki about speed, not a gun speed, not a gun. Throughout the entire game, you're just getting little updates about this, uh, this little game that they that uh, Genki's making. It's like, man, this is awesome! Like, just two uh, two two kids. Just uh, you get to see their their friendship uh, just in every damn call that they have, or every time that you're you see them together on screen. It's like, ah, this is so good. This is so cool. Like, um. And then Rio going going from being a teacher to uh, wanting to spark change in the community. So how do you do who how do you do it? Run for office. And throughout the throughout the game, you uh, whenever you're going into uh, the apartment and you see like the on the little pin board, you see like oh the uh, the fundraisers at like. It just started and then incrementally get gains more and more money for for funding. It's like, wow, the, the you can see that, hey, all these people really are uh, into seeing somebody from the community want to represent it. So, um, yeah, it's just and all the little sides uh, side quests that you do for like um, I forget their names and it sucks because I I think I did that side quest like a few days ago. But uh, for the basically the the bodega one where you're you meet uh, Teo oh, the cat. And, yeah the bodega cat when you're uh, you meet uh, Teo and you realize oh his uh, cat got was missing you do that side quest where it's, it just happens to be part of a a bank robbery and you get the cat back while stopping a uh part of a bank robbery and it's just ba- just pretty much seeing miles go from a new per- new kid in a new city to embracing 
the culture around and the culture and the people in Harlem, uh, and then Harlem actually embracing him, Spider-Man. I felt like that was important in a way. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure how to describe it, but it was just like, it made you actually care more for not only just Harlem, but also for the people of them of Harlem. So yeah, that's, that's what, that's something that, uh, was important to me anyways. Yeah. Like I said, I like, uh, I mean, his mom's very Puerto Rican and, uh, I'm all about that. Everything she, they live, <laughs> they're moving to their abuela's house. And she's got the old TV and that's all great. Um, you know, you got all the street artists and there's, I can't remember her name, but I know that she does the sign language, uh, yes. the one girl that I think Miles needs to get with because they would be a great couple because she's awesome. Um, and she's like, <laughs> he's like, are you going to put the other Spider-Man on there? They're like, no, nah, <laughs> we don't care about the other Spider-Man yet. But he eventually becomes their Spider-Man, uh, which is awesome. Like, like, this is our Spider-Man, which is a great time. And uh, yeah, I, I like how he, how Harlem is such a big part of it. And the, those characters, just like the people on the ground. You know, like the normal people are so important to it. Mm-hmm. And that's so great, especially with the the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man app where it's like, hey, Spider-Man, I, I need help <laughs> over here. I, got... <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, the dude's like, my barber shop's getting robbed. Come help me out. It's like, I'm there, my guy. He's like, I'll give you a free cut. He's like, I can't do it through the mask, but I appreciate it. It's a great time, man. Yeah. Yeah. How do you cash that in? You just show up one day as Miles and be like, Hey man, you said you give me a free haircut one time, but I can't tell you why. I'm, I'm a friend of Spider-Man. He said I could have his free haircut. He said I could voucher it. We have similar yeah. body types. Don't worry about it. That was that was one of the things I thought benefited from the shortness of the game, because I felt like I spent more time doing the side quest and like helping out like the people of the city than I did, you know fighting the giant explosion and the big conspiracy in the sky and all that. Like I, I was, I enjoyed a lot of, a lot of those missions. And I feel like I remember those more than I remember a lot of the ones from the first Spider-Man game. Like I remember like Teo and, and Spider-Man and like having to save him and do that whole quest. And like, there was, there were so many good ones where it was just like, you know, people were like stealing children's toys, like assholes. It's like, all right, we're going to do something about it. But um, and like you know, working with like Gloria at Feast and all the different like people that you know kind of stand out. And then I love that it's it's them at the end. It's most of those people at the end who see Miles with his mask off. It is it is Teo, and it is it is obviously his mom's Rio. It is I think Gloria was there, and it's yeah, like all the people who cared enough to like venture into this explosion and this blast radius to see like to make sure Spider Man was okay because of like the connection he had with them. That's when they see who it is and go, no, nope, no questions asked. Like, nope, we're good. Like they, he, you know, you earned that level of trust and respect in the community through the things you did. And I, I don't know how that moment plays out for people who just kind of did the narrative and didn't play the side quest, but I was constantly checking my app. Like that was the first, that was my priority in the game. As mm-hmm. soon as I would do a main quest, it was all right, cool. Stand on a rooftop, check the app, immediately going to go do some of these. And I don't know if that, you know, if you didn't do any of those quests, then you don't know who Teo is and why the guy that the first guy who says something about not telling him who you are to the news is that guy. And it's like, oh, this dude is helping us, whatever. But to me, it was like, Teo's, Teo's, you know, an OG. He's, he's got my back <laughs> from this point forward. I love it. Um, 
And there were lots of story moments like that. How did y'all feel about whenever you beat, whenever you beat the last of the, uh, of the app things, and you get like the Uptown Pride suit, and they show that mural? Yeah, that that Black Lives Matter mural, and the <laughs> yeah. suit itself is very, uh, it's black and gold, which is you know that's very, I think of like royalty, you know African royalty, and I'm like <clears> this <throat> is yeah. this is the best reward and like one of the best payoffs for helping the people out in this area. Because again, Miles is he's black. Like it is what it is. You can't ignore that fact of that's who he is. Just like, no, we're all in on it. And that is, I mean, we'll get to, you know, what our favorite suits are, but let me tell you, that's up there for me. It's real good. I'd have to say that's one of my favorite ones too. So Um, yeah, that was a moment that when I saw that scene, because I was like, you know, we'd already seen the, the Spider-Man painting scene where they're putting up, you know, Peter's face on the wall. And he's like, he asked about the other Spider-Man. So when I saw that one and I was like, this is a really cool scene, but I don't know how much more it would mean to, you know, you know, people of color, people who, you know, know what that's like, who, you know, if it was corny or if it was actually dope, like I thought it was. So I'm glad, you know, that it wasn't just me going, <laughs> raising a silent fist in my living room. <laughs> That it was actually well done. Okay. Oh yeah, it was dope. I mean, I I mean, if you didn't feel like some sort of pride when you watched that, doesn't matter what race you were. I mean, it's like you got some issues. I mean, you know, probably need to take a step back. It's also the first game I've seen that has been, you know, I'm sure some have been on social media, but to put something in a game like this so outward, that's the first I've seen of that, that have had any sort of like in the game of putting, you know, black lives matter or anything like that. Well, that's not true. I feel like I've seen a sports game or something where you could, there was like a, yeah, Madden had that stuff, armband like, or something like that. Yeah. 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 might've been mad, but it is cool. And then also because, um, there's an achievement or not achievement, excuse me. Don't kill me. A trophy attached to getting that suit. <laughs> so whenever I, that moment happened, I was like, Oh man, I wish I'd take a picture of it, but the PS five automatically, takes videos whenever you get a trophy. So it's like, oh, I've already got the video of, and it's just him standing in front of the giant Black Lives Matter mural with the with the golden black suit on. I'm like, thanks for having that for me, because that's that's real cool. Nice. Yeah, and it, also, it also takes a little screenshot of the moment you get it. So but yeah, uh yeah, that was that was was such a cool moment, honestly. That was cool. Yeah. So again, overall I like I'm with Jake. There's some story, some motivation stuff. Um that I guess could be a little weird or not you know, fleshed out since it's a shorter game, but overall, I mean, I like Miles' story. I like his connection to the, to the community, and I, I think that's all good. Is there any last thoughts on uh, story or characters before we go on to uh, the next section, which will be gameplay? Uh, yeah, I got one. You said when when we were doing the narrative that they in the post credit scene, you know, obviously it shows Norman and and Connors, and uh, and that's all set up from the first game where uh, Harry is sick. And something's going on. You said there he's going to become Venom. Yeah. In the thing, do you th- is that has that been set up in the game or is that a theory? Because I I think he's going to be like Hobgoblin. Uh, well, so at the end of the first Spider-Man, because I literally, like I, said, mm-hmm. I literally just beat this game at the post-credit scene. It's Norman going into that room that's you know hidden behind the the, the painting or whatever, mm-hmm. and he goes in there and Harry is sick. That's what we know. And he's like, man, mm-hmm. he's trying to find a way to help his son. That's why he's got all the spiders. Because apparently the spider DNA, well, whatever. Um, but he goes in there to the tank, and you're like, oh, that's probably like the Green Goblin tank. Because, you know, we've seen that from that uh, Raimi Spider-Man movie or, or whatever. And he opens up, it's Harry. And he's like, oh, man, I'm going to help you out no matter what. 
and then he puts his hand on the glass, and then Symbiote puts its hand on the other side of the glass. Oh, that's yeah, a little right. black, yeah, a little black tendril uh, puts its hand. It's put, connects to the uh, to the glass, so it's like, it is this going to be Venom? I'm like, yeah. And then we see it again here, and it's the same thing. He's in there with Kurt with uh, Kurt Connors, you know, Lizard, um, and he's like, hey. Can we help him out? And you see in the tank, it's like there's black shit swirling around in there still. So I definitely think Harry's going to become Venom. If he didn't, it'd be weird. I mean, they could take a whatever. But yeah, I definitely think that's leading to a Venom. And then, you know, maybe Miles and Peter Parker in Spider-Man 2 would be cool. Please. No, you're right. Yeah, I just I just watched it real quick. I just had to do a quick look back and put it on my YouTube. That is absolutely them setting up that he's going to be Venom. That's so weird. In the comics or things, Harry's never been Venom, has he? I think so. I think Harry has been Venom. Has he? Okay. Yeah. My brain always just goes right to Eddie Brock. Yeah, because um, I think he's the like the the first one that you think of when it comes. Yeah, to... he's like the Venom. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. I mean, at the rate we have a million Spider Mans, we can have, we can have a million Venoms. Doesn't hurt. There's... There is a multiverse. There is a multiverse. That is absolutely true. Yeah, that was the only thing that I, I totally forgot about. That's that sequence from the first game, and I didn't. I didn't notice. I knew that that was clear. That was Harry in the glass. I just didn't notice any symbiote things. In yeah, there. just a real quick Google search is yeah. There are, are comics and then stories where Harry is the one who gets the symbiote instead of uh, Eddie Brock. Well, there we go. Let's get time. All that. right. Next, we got gameplay. Um. Just real quick, I guess the main the main difference again: swinging your Spider-Man, you swing. Uh, he has Venom powers, and he can turn invisible. But I'll leave this to you guys. How do you feel how the game plays? Because let me tell you, I'm gonna say it's real nice. Yeah, honestly, um, going from uh, Miles to uh, Peter and playing those two different games, it feels so different. And I I appreciate the fact that they took away. A bunch of the gadgets that uh peter had and leaves you with uh, uh venom powers because it gives you a totally different style as to like who how these uh characters fight um plus i mean you you electrocute people so it's like come on why not you know um and the different ways that they uh they implement like uh different functions for venom like you can do an, an a static electric jump where you pretty much gain like I don't know a a little circle around you and you jump up and like four people are right up in the air with you while you're attacking them or you just charge up a a, a bioelectric punch and just knock people out. Um, it it it's satisfying and it's always cool being able to uh see how quickly you can take down an entire uh group of pe- of people in uh it's it's so satisfying yeah I yeah love, love the powers um also just really quick i don't want to cut you off jake the way that he swings compared to um peter parker is so much better like he's and again it goes back to spider-verse but like he's doing like he's laying back while he's falling in the air and it's like oh yeah he swings way cooler than than peter does for sure yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's everything Miles does just has that much little more style than Peter has, and it makes sense. But yeah, like that's why I said the swinging so much more fun. Like the tricks you do, I think are are cooler when you actually do like the you know you press square and you know you start doing spins or whatever. And he's like literally doing like b boy moves while like falling from a ceiling, <laughs> like falling from a building. And I was like, yeah, this is amazing. Um, 
And even just the regulars, like the way he comes out of like the transitions from one swing and he's floating through to the next one, like yeah, it was that part's that's fun. But that's you know aesthetic, and aesthetic is nice. But I you know I I like I did like the gameplay a lot more. Now I didn't use a ton of the gadgets in the first game, so I didn't even notice that there were that many less of them in this one. But I was like, yeah, cool, okay, gadgets, whatever. I you know I like hitting the square button, <laughs> so, so that's, yeah. that's where I stayed. But yeah, so the addition of the venom punches. Uh, I thought was awesome. And yeah, like, like you said, just seeing, um, you know, you get the little crime pop up and they're like harassing some guy in the park. So I would try to f- kind of float up over top of them and then do that venom jump or the venom smash where you come down on top of them and just see if I can get the whole crowd. And then yeah. you look around as like 14 dudes that are just electrocuted <laughs> laying on the ground. I just go, hmm, which one should I punch on the ground? You just walk up and two shot him. You're like, great. All right. Let's keep doing that. But, uh, it was a great equalizer too. Some of those, like some of the other enemies that you know, the giant brute guys that you can't get combos off of because they just punch you through them anyway. It's like no, 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 not anymore. I've got venom punches now. I'm going to throw you into a wall. It, it felt yeah, it felt great. It felt cool. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, all the different combinations too. Where there was the venom launcher punch. There was the the dash and there was the big AOE explosion that you get right towards the end that consumes all of your bars. There's like a giant explosion all around you. So that was the addition of all the venom stuff was really cool. And the addition of the camouflage, like it made the stealth so much better because stealth mm-hmm. missions are so frustrating in games and everyone knows it. Unless you find a game that is specifically like a stealth game. That is that's its whole point games that throw it in can be really annoying sometimes. So the fact that you have the option to go invisible it made all of those so much more palatable to deal with. Like, especially if you're trying to get through them and you're like, man, I really want to do this for completion's sake. And I know I don't have to, but like, I want to get whatever suit comes. If I get all of the, you know, Peter's challenges completed. So I got to go to the stealth thing. So like the fact that you just like, whoops, got caught camouflage. <laughs> like, no, I didn't fresh start. Let me jump back up. Try it again. Uh, yeah. I thought that was a great improvement. If a little bit of an easy mode, but I don't think it's a bad thing. Yeah, that's a power underutilized, but it is great because, you know, when you're in stealth and you're at a point where you can uh, stealth take down a guy and it's like, oh, his friend can see him. Like, well, if I just go invisible and I rope him up, like, yeah, the dude knows his friend's gone, but he doesn't know where I am. So I technically stay in stealth mode. So it's like invisible and just kill this guy. You're like, what's going on? It's a great time. That was my one breaking point at one point because there's parts where they clearly want you like, oh, lure one of the guys away, take out his friend. So I try shooting webs like a little far away. But like the way they would investigate them was never consistent. And like sometimes they would just look over and then go back to what they were doing. Or sometimes mm-hmm. they would look over and then both of them would go. And I was like, what the fuck? Would you guys just please just separate at all? So once I figured out the camouflage thing, it was like, I can go camouflage and just do like the triangle, the web launch takedown. And just while I'm still invisible, get as many people as I can and then jump away before it runs out. So I was like, oh, cool. There's four people standing in a room. I'm going to go invisible, kill all of them. And then, hey, look, I stealthed. (laughs) I pressed two buttons and I stealth. Isn't that amazing? This is, is, I'm thinking real good now. Yeah, I do like, I do like the, uh, how different, uh, different, uh, mods that you would get for like the visor would help out with, uh, in stealth missions. Like, you would have, I think one of them was basically, you would see a little, a little bar where it would, where it would say, okay, it's safe to take this guy out, or you, ha- this person is being viewed by other people, so you might want to go for somebody else. Plus, being like 
stuck on top of being on a wall on a ceiling and then just webbing somebody down and pulling them all the way up is so satisfying yeah try to go back and play the first spider-man i don't think you can do wall web takedowns um i I tried it i don't think you can but i'm like i love this because you can literally just crawl 10 feet up on a wall web that dude keep walking web that dude you don't even have to get up on like a a rail or anything you just do it from the wall like that's nice yeah, there was, uh, there was a lot of useful stuff. The one where it's basically just a get out of jail free card, where it was the one of the visor mods that was like, if you get caught, you just turn invisible and you didn't get caught. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's amazing. Like, it's like you just every time you get two chances of getting caught before the game's up. So it was like, oh, they caught me? Cool, just fly away, let the cooldown reset. You can do that forever until, until, that's, until you, so you kill everyone everybody. around. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it was great. And uh, the one thing I I didn't use it a ton in in actual like live combat. There were a couple times where it was like you know, especially in some of those later Roxxon missions where you're breaking into the Roxxon bases, and like those guys with the shields, and then the other like um, the guys with the bolos and those some of those combos were fucking awful. Yeah. Like and and if you get hit by one of them at all, then your whole venom bar is disabled for a while. I don't know exactly. Yeah. What down was but uh but if i ever got like okay there's way too many of them and i'm getting boxed up and losing some health i would just turn invisible and then run around to the back of the group and venom punch like one guy like if i could try to line them up and see if i could knock them through all of them and you get like i think later in the game one of your skills is your venom punch if you're invisible does like double damage you could one shot like the strongest normal enemies in the game with that it was unbelievable I didn't do it that many times. I'd noticed it too late, but it was one of those, um, one of the, the underground guys, the big shield and like mace underground enemies. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of a pain. I'm going to turn invisible and see if I can at least knock some damage off of him. And I think I, I don't remember hitting him before that. But <laughs> like, it was like, yo, he's gone. This fight just got, you know, three times easier. I'll take it. Nice. All right. So I guess I'll ask a question real quick. What is, you know, talking about enemy types, uh, I guess I can just ask, like, what's your favorite enemy? Or, for me, I'm just going to say what my favorite fight in the game was, which I love that the fight against the Tinkerer at the end of the game when you're in the building, and it's, like, four phases, and you're destroying a building as you're beating the shit out of each other. And it's it's kind of, like, it can get tough. Like, if you don't, if you're not on your dodges and not on what you're supposed to do, you could, I think that's, like, the only time in the game that I died was in that fight. Um, but I love that fight. I think it's a great way. Normally, any boss fights kind of suck. I thought that one was real fun and real good. So was there any, you know, gameplay standout moments for you guys? I think for me, my favorite fight would be the one against the Prowler, honestly, where it is, uh, you could tell that both of them don't want to fight each other, but Miles is more like, I, I need to do this. I need to go save the city because otherwise, you know, it Harlem is going to be decimated. And, uh, with Aaron being like, I can't lose my nephew. It's it it was I for all the the personal reasons between it between the both of them. I I think that one was a little that one I gravi- gravitated towards a little more in terms of like the personal stakes between hey I need to go save my friend and save the city or uh I need to save my nephew from himself. So that's. That's where uh, that one would be one of my favorite ones for sure. That's a solid fight. I like it one a lot. Yeah, I yeah I like both those fights, especially that the Prowler one from the narrative standpoint. Like you were saying, is 
it feels like it has some real heft to it. Um, and so does the Tinkerer one, because that's literally like the city will explode if you don't beat her. <laughs> so there's yeah. a lot of literal heft there. Um, yeah, the actual fight there was cool. I really liked, and it's, it's a fight we've already seen before, so it, maybe it's lazy or maybe not, or maybe I'm easy to please. I don't know. I liked the double vulture fight. When you yes. beat all of all Peter's all challenges, yes. yeah. Yes. When you beat all of Peter's challenges and you, you fight the one vulture, then halfway through, I think, and I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Peter is telling him the story of the first Spider-Man comic, of he's fighting Vulture and then a second Vulture comes in, like because Vulture's Spider-Man's first villain. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. I believe you. I think he. I could be wrong, but I think he's narrating like Spider-Man's first real like boss fight like of, of of all time you know and that's mm. kind of what you're playing as miles but it sounds so like goofy old comics where it's like and then his twin brother who's purple is here <laughs> it's like yeah yeah uh, that's what i like about this thank you yeah. <laughs> i'll take it I'll i gotta say vultures. yuri lowenthal killed it with uh that narration and that entire sequence uh, Yuri is such a damn good uh, voice actor, and I'm glad that he got some shine with. Uh, I mean, we we knew that Yuri was good because he's been in so many great anime or uh, cartoons and stuff like that. So and other games, but him being you know Spider Man, it's like I I'll I'll say I'll double back to like playing the original Spider uh, Spider Man PS4. I didn't notice. Like for a while, it was like, okay, yeah, this is Yuri Lowenthal. But after like probably like an hour or two, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is this is this is when I think of Spider Man, this is the guy, this is the voice. Um, and uh, I just have to imagine that throughout that entire recording session for this game, Yuri had to have a ball, you know? Yeah, Yuri's all- great. I love him yeah. as, as Peter Parker and Spider Man. He's fantastic. I thought they were good performances across the whole game. I wasn't immediately familiar with most of the cast except for troy baker mm-hmm. um now it's the thing with voice acting where you you know you see a person you go oh, i'm not sure how that is and you click on them and you go i've seen this person's work 36 times yeah like me and you were talking about the other night adam where we were, you know talking about while i was playing it we happened to be on the same discord and we were chatting about you know who uh <clears throat> i thought the guy who was voicing prowler was doing a, a great job with his performance and i was like man i feel like i know that voice but I don't know. I can't pick it out. I think maybe it was Michael Jai White for a bit for some reason. Like it, f- it felt very familiar to me. And then we looked it up, and it was like, oh no, it was this guy named Ike Amadi. And I, you know, I've never heard that name before, so I'm not sure what I'd know him from. And then we look at it, and it's like, oh, he's Jack Spriggs in Mortal Kombat. He's done Shao Kahn and Cyrax. He does Mbaku and Avengers cartoons. Uh, he's done like a million things that all of us have seen. And like, Oh, I know him from this. He's the voice of knack from knack one. and knack yes, two. For knack. Sake. <laughs> yeah. So like we looked through, it was like, Oh yeah, no, of course I know this person. He's worked on injustice two as atrocitus and he's done, you know, and it's like, Oh, Nope. Yep. I know exactly who this person is. Just never, never knew his name. And now I do because he, I thought he did a really good job in this, but I'm sure everyone else is, is in the same boat where they're, Kind of the same way. I didn't know who Yuri Lowenthal was by name until Spider-Man. And that was when I, you know, that's when the, the, the name of the voice actor stuck for me. And now I'm like, oh, I know who that is now. Yeah, no, yeah, I think, great. yeah I think for uh, as I've gotten like older and started playing more games, uh, I'm always hearing or watching more anime. I'm like, I, I'm always catching. Oh, I know that voice. Oh, I know that voice. And I think like 
uh, for Yuri, I knew him from uh, what was it? From Naruto, and then playing Persona Four, and then playing other games or watching other anime. It's like I'm so glad that he's doing so much other cool stuff too. So it's like uh, so cool. He's great. All right, so now we're gonna move on to the last part of our of our, uh, our game club, and this is an interesting one. I, I try to you know split them up. There's story, there's gameplay, and the last one I'm gonna do style, so I can include art, music, and all that stuff. We kind of covered that stuff. We can go over it if you want to again. But I guess I'm gonna start this whole style of thing out. Is what is your favorite suit in the game? Because Spider Man's all about all the suits. So what are your guys' favorite? I've got. Some good ones. Jake, you turned me on to one that I did not like at first, and now I love it. Uh, but you, I'm going to let uh, Joe go first. What's your favorite suits? Uh, I would flip between... Uh, well, I'd flip between three different ones. Mostly, I played throughout... Like, the mass, vast majority of this game, I played through the with the classic suit. Like, the black, black and red one. Because it's it just... It's, it, it's a good-looking suit. But... Uh, the two that I mainly stuck with were the Spider-Man, uh, the Miles Morales 2099 suit, where it's basically just blue, white, uh, red, and then he's got the hood on. I and his eyes are glowing and have a little fog. I'm like, this is cool as all hell. So I really enjoyed like just uh, just playing, just looking at the suit, honestly. And then the other one that I really, I that I really liked was uh, uh, going back to the when you finished the all of the, the, uh, all of the challenges that Peter gives you, you and you do that uh, vulture fight, you get the uh, twenty twenty suit where it's basically he's got a neon helmet, he's got neon all around him. It's like this looks so awesome, and I it you have to take at least several different uh, screenshots and post them to Twitter. Cause it's such a cool looking suit. Yeah. It was funny. Cause uh, Jake had mentioned that it's uh yeah. Miles Morales 2020. Cause then we, we were playing a, uh, not a D and D game. We we're playing another like RPG game. Um, mm-hmm. And my character, before I even saw that miles suit, I was like, all right, he's a kid. He's a teenager. He's got an LED mask that the face will change on, and he's got a dope jacket. And then we saw this. <laughs> I was like, "Man, that's my character's like, look." Like, they stole it. <laughs> um, I didn't use it at first because of that. I thought it was a good suit, but then I went back last night and played New Game Plus, and I was like, "Nah, man, this suit's dope." <laughs> like the, the difference is, I immediately put it on because I saw it, and I, bro, that's Adam's character. All right, we put the suit on, <laughs> and I think I wore it for most of the rest of the game the miles morales 2020 was i made a list of three so that way we would guaranteed have no crossover mm. so that way you know if one of you picks one as your favorite i've got at least three listed mm. here and that was one of my ones the miles morales 2021 i thought was great the 2099 was dope too i like i like miles in the hood yeah i like him with the yeah but but my one that i went with instead of the 2099 that had the hood was the crimson cow one that one's dope yeah. I, crimson I cow yeah, the Crimson Cow was super dope, and I didn't wear it for that long. Did and then immediately got another one that I probably liked more not long after. But uh, yeah, the Crimson Cow was dope. I, I think you know that little bit of variety with the hood on is cool, and I, the color scheme's good. <clears throat> my my third on my list here, I think I've set up for to talk about. Are you gonna think of, bring up the one I thought? I think you're gonna say. I'll just go for it. I don't know. Uh, the Purple Rain is the other one. 
Purple Rain yeah. is so good. The Purple Rain <laughs> no, is so, so good. Dope. I love that it's like your reward for doing all the Prowler side quests. So it's like that little bit of tie-in to like, you know, paying your uncle some respect. And also it's called Purple Rain. So like, come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's it looks dope. I mean, it's kind of classic Spider-Man, but just instead of, you know, the actual like suit design is nothing crazy special. It doesn't have any hoods or special, you know, mask or anything. It's just like a Spider-Man suit. But it's purple and, and lime green. And I'm like, yep, this is dope. And that was probably the one I spent the most time in in the entire game. Yeah, once I got that, because I, I did all the side stuff before I did the main story stuff, as much as I could. Mm-hmm. So like you do a mission, yeah, like, more, that's how I did it. So the minute I got Purple Rain, I finished the game in it because it was like, I'm doing this for Uncle Aaron. And yeah. I love the way it looks. It's straight up, it's, it's his suit. Um, and he's got the little claws like he does in uh, Spider Verse. So, Spider. You're running around Spider-Man. You've got the claws as your punch people. I th- it looks awesome. I love that. He's one. got the prowler claws, and he's got like those little bits of like carbon on the side instead of like the f- all the colors. The the green is all very pronounced, like metallic. But he's mm-hmm. got like the little like carbon bits on the side. Yeah, I thought that whole that whole suit is dope. Yeah, and it's just different enough from a you know you're so used to seeing you know black and red or blue and red for regular Spider-Man and black and red for Miles. So it was like cool. Let me like I've been looking at black and red for hours now. I'm cool with a different color, and I, I literally don't think I change until I beat the game. Yeah, same thing. So mine, again, everyone's <laughs> saying here is, are the grid ones. Um, I love Uptown Pride. I love the black and the gold. I knew the you were going to say Uptown Pride, so I didn't list that one. <laughs> it's so good, especially if you as you look close. Uh, the black on his chest and like on his shoulders has little triangles in it, so it's not just a flat black. It's got a design in it, and uh, that one is great. Um, I use that one a lot until I got Purple Rain pretty much is the only one that I used. Um, you guys did tick a lot of good ones, but I have my list here because I like most of these suits. So one I didn't use a lot, but I think it looks really cool is the end of the Spider-Verse, of course, from the movie. Just the fact that it changes the dimensions of Miles. Like it's it's literally a skinnier suit. Like he becomes skinnier when you wear that suit. He looks it's just it's like the same for the movie. The eyes are extremely big and it animates um like the one from the movie. And I think it's I mean, of course you have to put that one in there, but I'm like, they made it work. And I never used the suit mods that gave you like the the weird like frame rate thing like from the movie because i don't yeah. like the way it looks in the game but it's cool that it's in there yeah i think i used it for like 10 minutes and i'm like okay this is cool but let me put it back to normal because i it, it it'll mess with your eyes for sure so and it takes away a buff slot like if it was just like a cool little thing you could turn on and it was just like yeah this is nice i like swinging around in spider verse like yeah you know I have to take 25% more damage from melee attacks because I want to see the world this way. Like, no, not a, not a good trade. Yeah. yeah no. I, that suit is amazing, but yeah, I've, I've seen it in the movie enough that I was like, dope, glad they put it in here, but I want to use some of these other ones I've never seen before. Yeah, for sure. And then I guess my other last one that I started using recently, I just, cause I did new game plus they give you every suit. You get the bodega one with the cat in the backpack. <laughs> yeah. um, but the one I really like, I didn't like it originally, but I started playing with this time. Um, is the the prep school one where he's got the blazer and the backpack. But it's one of the, I think there's only two or three suits in the game where he has his, they changed it from the movie where he doesn't have Jordans, but he has those Adidas. Um, and that's one of the ones that has it. I'm like, man, those Adidas are nice. And I'm like, you know what? Backpack, Adidas, I'll rock this one. So that, that'd be third on my list. I kind of wish that the, the Adidas were black, the, the base were black and then the insole were red. You just invert the colors, but I'm also kind of like, I really wish that they were Jordans because you know, I know they, I wish they were the Jordans. It because I mean, I know I have a pair, 
basically I have a pair of red and black Jordans because I bought them because of uh Into the Spider-Verse. They weren't the ones for the movie, but it was just like, hey, Jordan ones, and they looked cool. So the close enough ones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they yeah, they're the ones that the, they were based on in the movie. Then they made a movie version that had like cartoon lines on it and shit. Yeah. But I, I don't know, just like being uh, it's he's a kid in New York. I mean, I've wouldn't they all wear Jordans? I'm glad that they that he wore Tim's, but like, come on. Yeah, he did have the one suit that I wanted to like, but I didn't like was I forgot what it's called. I think it's called like the end or something, but it's the one yeah. where he has the camo pants on. Which yeah. like, camel pants yeah. is dumb, but the top no. where it's the black with the hoodie on. I was like, man, if you change your pants, my guy, I think it's when he has Tim's on. Like you change yeah. your pants, my guy. I would love it. Those pants are killing me. I said the yeah. same thing. I saw that suit and I was like, man, that suit is half real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> half not working. You know, one thing I like. I'm looking at all the pictures now, so I'm you know I'm picturing everything right as we're talking about them. One thing I didn't think about until now is you know I, the game starts and uh, Peter gives you you know a classic Spider-Man suit, and it's like, hey, look, it's you know the very classic red and blue. I never really noticed until now. Do you guys notice that it's ill-fitting on Miles? Yes, and it has. Um, knee pads and elbow pads. I was like, mm. it's got the knee pads oh, yeah. like on the top of them. Well, I noticed that, but I was like, maybe that's just their way to differentiate or whatever. I didn't really think about like how the neck's all scruffed up and shitty, doesn't fit right. Like, it's not obvious, but it's a great little moment of like, you, this is not you. Like, yeah, this doesn't yes. fit you exactly right. And you need to come into your own in, in you know, in whatever way that you do it. And like, but this. It is a little visual note of this is not your style. Yes. Yeah. That I Plus didn't it, think about in the moment. I was like, that's a weird choice. And then now that I'm going back and looking at all, I'm close. Oh, fuck. I'm a dummy. Yeah, that on purpose. Yeah. And I do. I will <laughs> admit it, it It does look goofy in the, the fact that it's, oh, he's got knee pads as well. I'm like, but the whole, this isn't, this is, this doesn't fit you like in Spider-Verse. So grow into your own version of Sp- Spider-Man. Be your, as it says in the, in the uh, tagline, be yourself. So seeing, uh, transitioning from the suit that Peter gives him to the suit that he ends up making with Genki. I, I really, I, I, I really liked. So, yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like Spider-Verse where he's wearing the, the dollar store Spider-Man suit and then he takes Peter's and spray paints it. I'm like, yeah, there we go. Yes, pretty much. All right. So I guess we'll move on unless there's any more music or stuff. I can we were talking music stuff. It's all miles. If there's any more style stuff you guys want to talk about, we'll just go on and move to our final verdict, which is, I guess, would you recommend? I guess any more style stuff, I guess, before we go there? I think it's it it, it tells you how well the style fits into the game that it it almost didn't need its own category because we accidentally talked about it throughout our whole conversation tonight where like every other part of the game we've talked about has been like, Oh yeah. And there was this really cool stylistic thing that happened in, in X, Y, and Z parts. And just like the game, none of it is, is beat you over the head. Look how we're, we're trying to be cool and we're trying to do this and that. Like it felt just like a game that had style and it knew what its tone was needed to be. And it hit that tone right on the head. And it was, I thought it was great. And, you know, same way we kind of get to our style section. We're like, oh, and then there was, oh, we talked about that already, didn't we? Okay. Well, there was, oh, we talked about that too. God, it's like, it's, it's, 
interwoven into everything. Yeah, it's so it, the fact that it's so organic for yeah, uh, how how the style of the game matches the gameplay, matches uh, the story, matches the characters. The fact that it's it all is it all bleeds together. I think is a a style in in and of itself. For sure, I agree. So I guess final verdict in the sunflower. I know, right? That's yeah. Um, what a danger better. Uh, so we're gonna move on to our final verdict. I guess. How do you again? How do you feel? Final words. We've been through everything. Would you recommend it? All that stuff. I'll start with Joe. I would highly recommend it. Especially, it doesn't even have to be if you buy it on PS5. If you get it, if you get a PS5, get get this is the first game you have to get. If you're just a fan of Spider Man in general, I would definitely recommend it. Um, on a base con base PS4 because it runs well. Um, or if it's just some, if you just want something a short experience that will give you good emotional moments, it'll give you um a co- somewhat cohesive story that will give you uh or if you just want to be uplifted i'd highly recommend spider-man miles morales yeah it's absolutely a recommend it, it's it you know especially if you've played spider-man it takes something that you probably already like and i think does it for the most part a little bit better in less time so you know if you're saying like oh man 2020 runs a crazy year i just so you know don't have a I was like, "What? Well, you don't need a lot of time. Like this game can play really casual and it doesn't like, you know, I don't know if it's easy to jump back into because I played, you know, it played it every night until I beat it, but it, uh, you know, it, it does everything well and it still tells you a good story, you know, nitpicks aside, uh, it, it does everything in the right way and playing it is actively fun and it tells you a good story and it hits some really good beats and, uh, <clears throat> and it's at this point kind of a, a, a unique story that there's not a ton of in video games. Um, so I, uh, yeah, it's absolutely a recommend, you know, it's at a reduced price as well. And regardless of what gen you're on. Yeah. Like Joe said, I mean, again, we're, we're going between some of us playing on PS five, some of us playing on a base PS four. It doesn't sound like the experience is all that different. Um, as far as like, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure I missed out on ray tracing, but like who needs mirrors, right? Uh, <laughs> You guys are missing out on 60 frames, though. You're missing out on 60 frames. I'm not missing out. I've never seen it before. I have no idea. I don't know what I'm missing. So it feels feels spectacular to me. As soon as I see it once, I'm going to hate every game I've ever played. Yeah, you, you know, I'll, you know what my, my sake of comparison is? Before I started playing Miles Morales, I've hit a weird thing in, in current gen, so I haven't really been playing. Like I, I, I'm sitting on Last of Us 2 that I haven't played. I stopped playing Cyberpunk a while back. And I have exclusively been playing Chrono Cross on on PlayStation 2. It is a PS1 game on a PlayStation 2. And I've been playing Castlevania Symphony of the Night. So I went from playing those to playing a base PS4 (laughs) version of Miles Morales. (laughs) So when you're like, oh, 60 frames per second, I'm like, man, I'm working with like 11 over here, guys. (laughs) Like, I'm literally having to unplug my HDMI converter that goes to AAV cables to get my picture to come through. We're fine. <laughs> We're doing great. Yeah, you're doing. You're doing. You're you're living. You're living. So I feel you. I feel you. And I love that. Uh, yeah, I would say recommend it. I think it's better than the first Spider-Man game. And I hunted down a PS5 literally just to play this game. I was gonna wait. I was like, I'll wait for some PlayStation games to stack up. And I was like, No, I can't. I, 
if I can get a PS5 and play Miles now. So 100%, I would recommend it. All right. That was part of, that was part of my, I got this game for Christmas, and I didn't start it until four or five days ago. That was part of it, was like, man, I know this game's going to be good. I'm going to get a PS5 eventually. How long do I want to delay this? And then once we talk about it in the podcast, like, no, I'll go ahead and do it. And it was a good choice. I'm sure it would have been nice to play on the PS5, but we're here. I, I played a good game. I can't complain about it. Exactly. It's a good time. Sure. All right. I appreciate you guys being on here with me, talking about some Miles Morales for our game club. Um, you know, we don't read books. We don't do books. It's all about games. Come to the exactly. club and hang out with the games. Joe, one more time. Give us your stuff as, as we leave out of here. Okay. You guys can follow me at Afro Cyborg on Twitter. You can follow, find me uh, at uh, Grab the Sticks, where it's my video game podcast. We talk about video games and everything we love about them. And also what we hate, but most it's basically what we're enjoying at the time. So that's nice. it for me. And Jake, you're muted. Jake here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can find me on social medias. A personal account is 5-3. That's a U in Birdman. Uh, and that's where, you know, I post mildly entertaining stuff. Mainly I just retweet funnier people um, and, and shamelessly promote my other more important social. That is at Misfit Rolls. You can check it out if you like tabletop RPGs and D&D. Uh, we try to have a good time. And, uh, you know, me and Adam are, are, are a tag team, so to speak, in that campaign. So it's good. It's fun. <laughs> it's a lot of good fun. It's a great time. Yeah. And you can just follow me at Adam Gumby and follow ECG Pod. Um, keep up with uh, the regular show, the weekly show. And then also we're going to do more of these game clubs. So it's all in the same podcast feeds. Just look for ECG or go to the Twitter and uh, thank you guys again, and everyone, enjoy a good game. And you're left in the dust, unless I stuck by ya. You're the sunflower. All right, everyone ready? Everyone got their drinks? Everyone doing their thing? Yellow Gatorade. Hell hydrate. You mean lemon lime? Yellow. <laughs> it is flavored yellow, sir. So we, I might put this in at the end as an outtake, but do you guys remember <laughs> in about... 2007, I would probably say that there was a Tiger Woods Gatorade. Yes. It's when he was popular. And it was. I remember this. What flavor? It was fantastic. It was some kind of lemonade, but it was also yellow, is why I bring it up. Mm, I have no idea what that is. Oh, I can't. I remember, I remember having it, but I just don't remember exactly what the flavor was. I exclusively, my whole life, do not fuck with like the offshoot gatorades like g2 and fucking liquid storm or whatever bullshit i am no i stick to this the traditional five flavors that is it <laughs> i feel you i feel you unless it's from yeah. a freestyle machine and that's power aids doesn't even count yeah yeah so yeah. apparently it's called cool fusion what is it cool fusion and it was lemonade cool fusion. it was a lemonade flavored gatorade i'm know. not mad at that i like lemonade lemonade is good that's why I liked it because it was like it was lemonade Gatorade and it was real, real good. And I was like, man, Tiger's got it going on. And then like two years later, it's like when his wife broke his car and he got in trouble. And all that <laughs> you know, for infidelity. So, but you know. it's and this guy's got a this guy's got a lemonade industry. He has everything. <laughs> it's oh. like, oh, hmm.